Welcome to the Highly Sensitive Parenthood Podcast. I'm Amy Laginus, your podcast host and guide to not only surviving, but thriving as a highly sensitive parent. Together, we'll dive into common challenges of highly sensitive parents, hear from other HSPs and empaths about their experiences in parenthood, and learn to honor and celebrate our sensitivity, not only as parents, but as humans. Welcome. Three tips for the introverted, highly sensitive parent. Hello and welcome. My name is Amy Laginus. I'm the founder of HighlySensitiveParenthood.com, a resource center for highly sensitive, deeply feeling, and empathic parents. I'm sharing today on the topic of three tips for the introverted, highly sensitive parent. So again, we're going to bust a myth like I did last week on the topic of extroverts. And I'm curious if you believe or if you kind of have a knee-jerk reaction to this idea that all highly sensitive people are introverts. True or false? Well, the answer is false. So it's actually really common for us to conflate, to kind of combine the traits of introversion and sensitivity. Um, A lot of people do this without realizing it, even in in books about introversion and and, um, other resources. Um, And I'm sure I'm guilty of this at times too. There is um, a trend of, it's about 70% of highly sensitive people are introverts, according to Dr. Elaine Aaron's research on the topic. Um, But that leaves 30% of highly sensitive people who are extroverts. So if you're unfamiliar with these concepts, just to briefly review, um, extroversion, it's, it's extra, it's outside, it's people who derive, who gain energy, who gain um, uh, excitement, and they, are, they seek out um, plenty of social interaction from other people. So connecting with other people gives them energy, it doesn't drain them, or at least it doesn't tend to. Uh, conversely, introverts... Uh, tend to be a little more drained by social interactions. And we recharge, we replenish, um, we re-energize by having time to ourselves. So you might also notice that highly sensitive people have a tendency, those those who are HSPs have a tendency to need a bit more alone time, um, just because we are, we're so open um, to the world around us. We're so observant to what's going on that we can get pretty easily drained just from our brain trying to process all the inputs that are coming at us and trying to figure out, um, you know, making decisions and what to do next and um, just sort of scanning our environment. So um, there is sort of a, you know, like a a slight correlation between high sensitivity and introversion, but there's plenty of extroverts out there too. So if if that's you, make sure you go back and um, listen to or watch my uh, topic on, the extroverted, highly sensitive parent. So as a highly sensitive introverted parent myself, I can definitely attest to some of the challenges that we face in managing our day-to-day as parents and also getting our own social and emotional and physical needs met. So I'd like to share with you a few observations and tips that I have. Um, The three tips that I'm going to share with you, I'll just list them out first and then I'll go into a bit more detail. The first is to set your own expectations about kid-related 
activities. The second tip is to make sure you are still getting social support, even if you are an introvert, um, but you're not overly isolating. And the third is to give yourself permission to attend to your own needs for quiet or alone time. So returning to the first tip here about setting your own expectations around social activities, um, especially those activities with your kids. So you might notice, I know I do, that other parents sometimes pack their schedules full of outings and playdates and other commitments. Um, and it's very likely that having those on a daily basis or even like multiple times a week might be too much for you as a highly sensitive um, introvert. Um, you need that downtime. And so to go, um, to be out doing something every day with your kids outside the home might feel too much. Um, and that can, for some parents, for some highly sensitive introverted parents, lead to a sense of guilt or shame that you know, why can't I do like what the other dad does over there? Well, how come that mom has her schedule? Her kids are doing all this cool enrichment stuff and my kids are just at home with me um, or they're just at daycare while I'm working or whatever. And I encourage you um, to release that expectation as best you can and recognize the many gifts you have to offer your children as a highly sensitive introvert. Um, you're probably quite emotionally in touch with your children. You probably um, do pretty well, although it's hard with little kids to create like a calm and peaceful home environment. Um, you probably are just feeling, yeah, very connected with them and, and making sure that their needs are met. Um, so you have many gifts that you're offering your child and it's okay if you kind of set a quota for the social activities that you engage in. Um, particularly those with your kid and say, you know what, once a week, it's about right for me. And then the other days I really need downtime or twice a week or twice a month or whatever works for you. That leads me to my second tip, which is to make sure you're still getting social support. So it can be tempting. Um, and this goes, feels like it goes a, a little bit against what I just said, but I think it's complimentary, truly. Um, it can be tempting to just stay at home <laughs> and to like, just peace out of all activities or social interactions and to, to self-isolate um, because sometimes there is that like little like barrier that little hump we need to get over of like Ugh, gotta like put on clothes or like I have to like get in the car and go somewhere unfamiliar and that can feel exhausting but then we actually have a nice time when we're there and we feel energized and we feel connected um, so you know the truth is for e even for introverted highly sensitive parents we need social connection um, social support even if it's something as simple as like, um, I was just at the public library today near my house and I, there was a woman who I walked, we came to the door at the same time and she was like, oh, well, either one of us. And I opened the door for her and then we happened to leave the building at the same time, just a couple minutes later. And um, this time she's like, my turn and opened the door and she said, oh, we're in and out. And I said, yep, yeah, it's, it's an efficient kind of day. And we just kind of chuckled and walked our own way. So it was a very simple interaction but I was reminded about how um, how we need even those really simple, seemingly meaningless social interactions in our day to day, just to help us feel connected with other people and um, have a sense of shared humanity. 
Um, so all that to say, you might need to push yourself just slightly outside of your comfort zone at times to connect with others. And you can make it really simple. It could be just saying hi to another parent, a drop off, offering a smile. Could be something like very simple, like the example I just shared with you at the library where, you know, I could have just ignored this person or she could have ignored me, but we chose to exchange just a couple words and, you know, move on with our day. So um, the, the other thing I'll say here is that Finding balance as a highly sensitive introverted parent um, should include a healthy mix of social time and alone time. So I just addressed kind of the social time in, in uh, tip number two, that not to forget that even as an introvert, that you you still need that, that social time, that connect, sense of connection and belonging and being seen. Um, and tip number three is, again, sort of a little, a little bit intention, but it's all about balance here. Tip number three is to give yourself permission to attend to your own needs for a quiet time or alone time. And I will admit that this is much easier said than done, especially for those highly sensitive introverted parents who have relatively young kids. Um, for me, things got significantly easier once my kids hit about like four and they could, you know, start maybe reading to themselves or kind of like playing more independently. Um, and I was able to get more sort of just like downtime to myself, even if they were in the house with me. Um, There's less interruptions, less sort of like demands on my attention and my body from them. Um, so if you're if you have really little kids, I just want to acknowledge this. This is hard. And yet it's, you know, of course, it's the most important to really be um, intentional and diligent about making this happen when you can is attending to your own needs for quiet and alone time. Um you know, as introverts, as highly sensitive people, we need uh, alone time, like we need oxygen, like we need sleep. It's an integral part of our mental health and well-being, both for ourselves and for, for our uh, sort of reserves, our emotional and energetic reserves as parents. If we don't get alone time, we're not going to be great parents. Um, I say that because I've been there. Uh, when we don't get that that quiet time, that downtime to decompress, even if it's sort of these micro breaks, these micro downtimes, um, yeah, we might get snappish. We might start to feel resentful. We might start to um, raise our voices when we wish we wouldn't. Um, we might just start to feel emotionally upset. So keeping in mind that this is not just for you, it's for your family, for your children um, to, to have that alone time. So um, the, the alone time can look, like I said, like mini micro breaks. It could look like telling your kids, you know, popping your kids on a show. And for that 20 minutes, I know there's a, probably a million other things that you could be doing, but maybe get it going in another room and shutting the door if it, if it feels safe to do so and um, doing a quick online yoga class or breathing practice or um, cuddling up with a favorite book and a soft blanket. Um, whatever it is that you are needing uh, to replenish yourself in that moment. So like I said, this is a lot easier said than done. I think we all recognize, yeah, that sounds great. That's important, but it can be hard to um, to make it happen for a variety of reasons. If you are looking for a bit of additional support, um, a little more handholding, a little more uh, very, very gentle accountability and some practical ideas um, on how to just make things work as an introverted, highly sensitive parent. Um, you are welcome to visit uh, my website at highlysensitiveparenthood.com. 
I offer uh, at this point um, a toolkit and an online course for highly sensitive parents, as well as individual one-on-one -on -one coaching through my Nourish Coaching Package, um, which is just for you as a highly sensitive parent, um, figuring out what works for you, understanding the amazing strengths and gifts you have as, a, as an HSP who is parenting, and also you know, being honest with yourself about the challenges and coming up with ways to work with that um, and to, to find a bit more peace um, and a bit less chaos in your life as a parent. Um, lastly, I just wanted to mention um, some of what I talked about in this, um, in this video, in this podcast is drawn from an article by Jacqueline Strickland, LPC. The article is titled Introversion, Extroversion, and the Highly Sensitive Person. So if you, like me, are into kind of like data and learning more about the research, um, Strickland's article does a great job of kind of explaining the traits of introversion and extroversion um, for HSPs a little bit in a little bit more depth. Um, so that article will be linked in the show notes, and I encourage you to check it out if you're interested in learning more. And of course, um, don't forget to subscribe, and if you're interested, um, connect with me via the newsletter on our website. Um, you can just scroll to the bottom of our main page and um, sign up uh, for the newsletter there to make sure you don't miss anything from me. All right. Well, I hope this has been helpful for you. Those three tips for the highly sensitive introverted parent. I hope you feel seen and supported and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Thanks for joining us on the Highly Sensitive Parenthood podcast. For more resources, including our blog, toolkit, and online course for highly sensitive parents, visit highlysensitiveparenthood.com.